What's up, guys? Welcome to the first ever episode 142 of the Kind of Funny Games cast. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by one of the coolest dudes in video games, Greg Miller. skiddle ba And joining us for the first time on this show, Funhouse's Bruce Green. I was really hoping that I was going to be the one of the coolest guys in video games, but I guess not. Dude, you're yeah. definitely one of the coolest dudes. In <laughs> Don't fucking lie to his face. No, I think Don't lie to his there's face. There's like an echelon of people that <laughs> sure. are. I think majority of guests that we've had on this show qualify. Okay. There's like a handful of people that don't. Trevor Starkey. No, it's a joke. But yeah, I don't know. I don't Calm know. down, everybody. I don't know. There's, there's probably one or two people that don't. Deserve. You know who does? Tom Bach. It? Tom Bach. Tom Bach, Patreon producer. Thank you very much for your support. Bow, 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 and all of that good stuff. Skilly bow, 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 Tom Bach. Skilly bow, 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 Tom Bach. You know how you guys, you just need to deal with Greg Miller like once every couple months. It's like, not, it's not that hard, to be honest with you. Yeah, we don't and have to just, worry too yeah, much about it. Yeah. And it's like, you guys seem like, oh, hey, he's putting on a show. He's not putting on a show. That's Greg Miller. No, that's he the way just, Greg is. shirt comes off. He starts yelling. I know. Singing. And sometimes you start a song, and then it turns into another song, and then you forget what song you were originally singing. Well, that's the best part of music, is that it's like jazz, it and you can do whatever you want with it. That is the best Tangerines. I like to think of myself as an armadillo, and 98% of the time, I'm rolled up like a fucking ball. But some days, I just go half jelly bean on you. Know what, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about? I'm talking about video games! It is very hot here. Very hot. So Greg is losing his mind. We have a new air conditioning unit. We'll see how that works out. And we also Still have a new shirt, this party mode shirt, available now on kindoffunny.com slash store if you're not watching this live. But if you're watching this VOD and everything, it comes out on Friday. Yeah. So you should get that. You Probably my favorite that's a really, shirt we've that's ever a really made. Cool, will you send those shirts to Funhouse? We out? should. We should. I actually really like the shirt. Because this is like one of the coolest shirts we've ever had. Um, courtesy of one Andy Cortez. Andres. Who? Andres Cortez. Who's that? Oh, you don't know him? No, I haven't met him. He's, a, he's a community member. You haven't member. seen all the, the oh, emails that he's yeah. been sending you guys? Nope. Resumes yeah. over and over. I think we probably put that on a. It was a block of some sort mm. of filter. Yeah. Mm. No. Good. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. 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 Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. We were worried for a little bit. Yeah. Um, this is kind of funny. Games cast. Each and every week, we get together, talk about video games, all the things we love about them, and all that. And good lord, what a week it is! It's the week. Video of video games. Games. October twenty seventh. There hasn't been an official day for it, but I feel like an official name for the day. But I feel like someone, someone crafted video game boner jam twenty seventeen. See, I knew it. I knew really, someone wiser really and long. better than me. Yeah. That's a really that's, long hashtag. It is really long. Hashtag video game boner jam 2017. October 27th. Put it on the calendar. Yeah. It'll go down in history. Similar to the year of dreams and the year of dreams too. We now have video game boner jam 2017. Yep. Um, we have a lot to talk about with those. Greg. Yeah. What do you want to start? I want you to start. I want you to talk about Super Mario Odyssey. Super Mario Odyssey. Oh my God. Have you played it? I have beat it. What? I am obsessed with it. You oh beat yeah. beat it already? Very, very lucky to have gotten it early. Thank you, Nintendo. Um, played the hell out of it on a plane, and my lord, that is probably the most impressive thing about it, is the fact that this game is as big and varied and creative as it is, mm -hmm. and it's portable. Like, it's still the novelty of the Switch I don't think will ever wear off because it's one of those things where you think about it, you're like, oh, it'd be nice to have. But when you actually have it, like, I played Mario Odyssey portably the entire time. Like, I never wow. played because I was on a plane, like, yeah. so much because I went to Austin. And it was just such a great experience. And, like, sure, it would have been better on TV, but not by much. Like, they, everything's so well designed. I was going to say design, like, you can read all the menus, everything's totally, there. Totally, totally. Well, it's just like Breath of the Wild. Yep. It's the same deal. Yeah. It's exactly and you it's can just play like, it on the TV or on the, on the Switch. For years, we dreamed of console quality experiences on the go, and it's like we're finally at that point yeah. that, that we're, we are getting Nintendo's best 
anywhere we go. Yeah. Um, I am absolutely in love with this game. Uh, for all the listeners and viewers out there that have heard my kind of thoughts over the, the last couple of months, having played it at E3 and random else. A Nintendo events. Some, oh, yeah, Nintendo events. Um, I had a little bit of, of trepidation trepidation going in. What, you, and what were you worried about? I'm curious. That the, the main mechanic of the game, the gimmicky thing of like the, the throwing the hat, yeah. and I was like, ah, like I feel like it's a little too obvious. Okay. Where. There's never, at least what I played before, there was never a point where I'm like, I don't know what to do. Hmm. It was always like, oh, there's a big gap. Oh, there's an enemy with wings. Like you knew you were supposed to possess that one. Yeah, it's like always clear what you're supposed to do, like right from the get-go. Can I put a pause on it? Yes, you can. My question for you is Mr. Mario, the Mario expert. That's what they call me. They call you Mr. Mario. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Have you played Nintendo game or Mario games where you feel there was more of an essence on pro- problem solving puzzles yes. where the answer wasn't right Absolutely. there? Absolutely. Okay. And so I guess that's my thing. Like to, to finish off that, I apologize. Uh, just because like I don't want to get caught in all that. I it, having beat the game, I don't want to listen to what you say. I know. I'm fucking around. I'm fucking around. I'm fucking around. Back to wanna, you. I don't, I don't want people to to like just take the quote of what I was saying without finishing it. Oh, yeah. um, going through the game, it totally was. There was never a point that I captured something that I didn't understand exactly what I needed to do with that function. Uh-huh. And I do still feel like that is the weakest part of the I game. I was going to say, did that make it too easy? Uh, did, yes. Okay. Um, right. With the, the core part of the game. And now that I'm in post-game, there's a lot more challenging elements, which Nintendo's done a really good job with in the last... Uh, decade, I'd say, of Mario games, both 2D and 3D, where mm. they've done a great job of having a well-paced game and then the post-game being challenging, opening up a lot of like harder things, whether it's Galaxy's Green Stars or uh, the new Super Mario Brothers series, like extra levels and stuff, mm. or the Champions Road stuff of the the like Galaxy series as well. Um, but the capturing the the different creatures and elements and stuff that is the equivalent to like Flood and Sunshine or the Gravity in Galaxy. And I feel like both of those were more enjoyable and had a lot more uh, problem solving elements to them that like made it feel like I was actually accomplishing something Mm. instead of just kind of going forward. Now, having said all that, this game, if there's two things I want to give it absolute credit for, it's surprises, surprises and pacing. As you're playing through it, Every single corner, there's some surprise and some shit that you're like, what the fuck is that? So even though capturing those things isn't necessarily like that challenging, it's always fun and it's always different and weird. And I was uh, another concern I had was seeing the trailers and stuff. I'm like, oh, Mario captures a giant T-Rex. Is that going to be the end of the surprises? Like, because that is so out there. Seeing the the human, the New Donk City and like seeing the humans and stuff. It's like, wow, that looks very different. But a lot of the other worlds were like, they look different, but they also look like they could totally they look familiar. They look like they could fit in, in a Mario game. There is a ton of stuff in this game that is totally out of left field where you're just like, Whoa. what the hell stuff is this? Stuff that you hadn't seen in trailers or other Not games? at all. Yeah. Hadn't seen it. That's and really it's, cool. it's one of those things where it's, I never thought that there'd be spoilers in a Mario game right. uh, that I'd want people to avoid, but I highly recommend that you do not look at thumbnails on YouTube of people because they're going to spoil the hell out of a lot of moments that are really freaking cool. Cool. Um, There's so, there's a lot more worlds than I expected. Yeah, I was going to say, how many worlds? That was your big concern. Um, There's over 12 is what I'll say. More than. Um, There's more, there's, there's, yeah, there's more than 12. There's more than 64 or Sunshine had. Okay. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, Sunshine only had seven. Uh, Mario 64 had like 14 or 15, depending on how you count it. Uh, and this one has has more than that in, oh, wow. in theory. Well, 
it gets weird. But because not all of them are equally big. Like there's some that are like smaller levels that are uh, just boss fights with a couple moons. But I think that's the cool thing is there's no consistency, mm-hmm. but it's very well paced. So it's like you never know exactly what you're going to get to next. You might get to a kingdom that is a bit smaller, but then once you're there, it opens up something else that is like, oh, here's where the next level or next portion of it is that's totally different. And in that sense, it reminds me of Galaxy a lot. Like they, they went into this and they're like, this is the successor to Mario 64 and Mario Sunshine. Um, they even show that kind of like graph of like how the Mario series has progressed. And it definitely is, and a lot of the levels are that, but this is also a successor to Galaxy. And I think that that was a, a, a very wise call on their part. Um, I think a lot of the early levels and late levels specifically are always keeping you moving forward. They feel very linear if you want them to be, and that's a trait the galaxy had. But then you get to other areas, and you're like, wow, this is super open, and uh, there's five different moons that I can see in the the vista, and yeah. at any moment I can get any of them. Um, the game also, again, not being challenging, but it's always fun. There was never a point that I'm like, ugh, like, I don't want to do this. Or I looked at him like, oh, I know exactly what I need to do. Now I just need to get it done. It's always like, I know exactly what I do, and it's going to be fun doing it. Yeah. And I think that that is a, a charm that Nintendo has in its games, but specifically in Mario games. And the surprises are always interesting, and the the, the charm levels and the, the goofy little things, it never comes off as corny or like oh they're doing this just because they can it's always like this feels right in the world and it does feel like it's progressing the mario franchise ahead it's not the revolution that uh breath of the wild was for the franchise ask because i think a lot of people saw trailers and gameplay went like this is the open world mario we've always wanted it's not open world right no no not at all i mean like when you get to New Dong City, it's large. It's it, but mm-hmm. you kind of get to the boundaries within a few minutes. You sort of know where the edges are. Yep. Um, but other worlds, I assume, are larger. Uh, uh, I mean, so this this is where it's like I'm not trying to spoil anything, but I feel like some of this talk is not going to ruin your experience. Sure. Um, New Dong City is it's more vertical than it is. Got it. Okay. Large. Well, yeah. Um, and I'd say that it is one of the bigger stages. It is. Okay. Um, that and the the like Mexico like sand. Yeah. Uh, like cold like ice sand world. Um, that is probably the biggest world okay. I want to say. Yeah. Um, and then the rest of them, there are none of them. There wasn't a single level that I was like, "Ooh, this is too big." Everything feels like there was a lot of thought put into the level design, mm-hmm. and it, it's constantly like. Oh, cool. It's not just big for the sake of being big. There are a couple levels that are like, I wish there was more here. Because there's one in particular that I'm not going to spoil that is so fucking cool and different than the rest of the game. And there's not much to do there. And I'm like, oh, like that would have been such a great thing. It does make me think like, will there be DLC for this game? And like, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of of hints that there will be. Um, So I'm very excited about that. But... Even then, I am, I'm done with the game, and I have so much left to do. I think there's somewhere between 800 and 900 moons. I, I heard, know, yeah, more I than 900. I don't know. The, is there more than 900? That's what I heard. So how many did you get? I currently am at less than 200. I'm like oh my gosh. around 200. Nowhere yeah, near. Yeah, 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 nowhere near. And in the history of 3D Mario games, you know, you only needed 70 to beat 64, and there was 120 total. Right. Sunshine, I don't remember the exact numbers, but it's something similar. There was 120 total. And uh, I think you needed 60 to beat that one. Uh, and then Galaxy's a, a different beast because it's a bit more linear. Yeah. So this, you, I think you can scrape by with something like 150 okay. or 140 yeah. even yeah. Uh, to beat the game. But 
it's so much fun to get all the different ones and none of it feels like the blue coins and sunshine that are kind of like, ugh, this is just collectible. Yeah. 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 Uh, it felt like filler. There's, there's no filler in this game or there's not that there's no, there is very little filler for how much there is. Some of the moons are not hard to get. Yeah. You just see them and you're like, I'm going to get that. And you do other ones are fetch quests. Other ones are, you know, platforming challenges or whatever. And I think that's kind of what made the game so special is that all moons are created equal uh in the sense of they just add up to like they're all they all are worth the same amount there's some triple moon things that you beat a boss or whatever but that's still just getting three moons and i thought it it was rewarding to know that even if i have to spend 10 minutes collecting bandmates or whatever the hell it is from around new york city or if I just see something at the top of a building that I need to find a way up to get it, that those are equal challenges, and it's not like it's on different lists. Like it's one not is like really, really hard. One's really, really easy. Yeah, and it's not, and like, it's not like one like a Ubisoft game where it's like a bunch of checklists of like get all of these things. <laughs> e7 again. We got an E7 alert on old Roly Bot down there. Roly Bot is having an E7 attack. His name's Roly Bot. Yeah, I like that. Does he roll though? I don't. I don't, know. I don't think he does. Dumb name. Fucking wheels on him. I could talk about this game all day. Uh, the you music should. is fantastic. I can't the, wait to fucking play it. Uh, so much about it is great. And there are, there's probably three or four moments in the game that I was just like overtaken with joy. Where I'm just like, this is that Nintendo magic just being jizzed all over my face. All over my body. Jesus. Where That's it was a box just like, <laughs> like there's, there's a moment in New Dogs City and there's a moment at the very end of the game that I'm just like, wow. Like every... It's, a, it's kind of a, a sensory overload of cool things happening at once. And I'm just like, this is freaking great. So where does it rank? That is a very hard question. Yeah, like, are you talking about within 3D Mario's or within game of the year this year? Because uh, I think both are very, very, very hard discussions to have. Is it better? Um, did you, how much did you play Breath of the Wild? A lot. So did I. Did uh, not get all the shrines. No, no. I um, but I uh, definitely not the Korok seeds. Right. But I played a lot of it, did beat the game, you know, and did way more extra shrines than I needed to. So which one do you like more? Which one I like more? It, I, it sounds like Zelda is still my game of the year. Okay, uh, that's that's that's, that's where I'm at. And uh, that is just a crazy thing because this year has been insane. And the fact that Nintendo has two games this good, yeah. uh, the reason I give it to Zelda over Mario is I'm a Mario guy yeah. over Zelda. Yeah. Breath of the Wild was revolutionary yeah. to me, and it changed Zelda, and it made me like it even more than I already did. Mario was just like lived up to expectations and yeah, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean. Right. And I, but you it, expected an excellent Mario game, absolutely. Well, I think a lot of people did when they saw this. They this was a they were like, oh wow, Mario's back or whatever. I know it wasn't gone, but yeah, that's what they were. They kept people kept saying. So. And my thing is, I don't think he he ever left in the the 3D space. Like I loved 3D World, and we just talked about it last week on Gamescast. Like I don't think that there's a 3D Mario game that's under a nine out of ten. So when you look at all of them, it's like, all right, cool. This, yeah, it's up there. Where does it rank? I don't know because really, it's freaking good. I'm also nowhere near done with it. So I think yeah. that's the thing is, it's way too early for me to like give it a definitive like. How many hours have you put into it? Uh, about twenty. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty. Th- good. There's a lot yeah. to to do, and it t- it takes a lot of time, but it didn't feel like it, man. It was just going by, and that, again, the pacing of it's great. Going from level to level to level, I never felt like I had to be somewhere too long. Uh, in all the previous open world ones, so Sunshine and 64, there's a lot of times where I'm like, ugh, I need to get two more stars in this level before I can open the other levels. And it just kind of feels like 
uh, it's overstaying its welcome. Mm-hmm. Like it reaches a point when you go back to get everything. That's different. But to in order to progress and to get to the next level, I think this game is just super good at getting you there okay. fast. Yeah. Um, but I there is a chance that after completing more post-game stuff that this will beat Zelda for me in the mm, Game of the Year discussion. Wow. Uh, but as of now, Zelda Zelda wins. It's just the post-game in Odyssey, without spoiling anything, is freaking awesome. It is super cool. It is what I would want them to do. Um, it's not fully realized, and that kind of bothers me, but it's, it's very, very awesome, and I'm excited for people to experience it all, and I'm excited to keep playing the game. So yeah, Mario Odyssey. Two thumbs up. Wahoo. You can't wow. even do your Mario impression for it? Wahoo! Yeah. See, there you go. I got great for that. I got great for that. Greg, you've been playing everything. Everything. You've been gone. You've mm-hmm. been gallivanting around Austin, mm-hmm. Texas, leaving me here all by myself. But when you left and you took the Mario code, like the son of a bitch you are, <laughs> I, oh, we got codes rained on us for Wolfenstein and for Assassin's Creed Origins. And so play been playing both of those. Wolfenstein more. I put two solid nights into Wolfenstein, whereas Assassin's Creed, I can start there. Assassin's Creed, I'm assassin. I like Assassin's Creed games. Uh, I I I would say since Black Flag, I haven't gotten super invested in same one. With, it's the same with me. Exactly. Yeah. I put in Syndicate for a while, and I was like, "Oh, this is cool," but for some reason, I'm not feeling it. Mm-hmm. This one, I, a year off. I okay. I wasn't sold on Egypt really. I didn't. I, I would I, expect it to be a better game because they've had a year off. And, and for, according to the reviews, for most reviews, they are. IGN uh, Alana gave it a nine. I saw Gamespot gave it a seven. Um, I popped it in, and the first night I was like, it was after a long day at work. I was tired. I was a little bit cranky. So I played like 30 minutes of it, and I was like, you know what? I'm not in the right mindset for this. I'll come back to this tomorrow. And I woke up, and I was like, let's play more Assassin's Creed. And I played another 30, 45 minutes of it, and I turned it off. I was just like, Uh I'm not feeling this. And it's not technically bad or anything like that, but it's just not doing what I like out of my Assassin's Creed video games of putting me in a place bringing me up to speed on it like I was talking to Kevin about it because he started playing it and he's stepped away we'll be back eventually but I was talking to Kevin about it right and we, we we both had the same thing of like you start this game and it's literally like you're thrown in it feels like you're in the middle of a game because it's very much like oh you should know this guy already and this is what's happening just now we're here and you killed you, the the you know initial crux of this game is going to be that you're after I think it's five or six guys right mm-hmm. like they have done you wrong and you're going to kill them and you open the game killing one of them and it's like, all right, cool, you've killed one of them. Now it's like, what the fuck is going on? And sure. then you're just in this new area, and you have everything immediately almost, where it's like, all right, cool, now use your eagle friend to scout this thing and do that <laughs> thing, and you go over there, and I look at the map, and the map's already filled in with a whole bunch of shit. And it was just like, what is... Why, this game feels like, you know, Assassin's Creed 2 was so great at, hey... I'm Ezio and I'm a little shit and I'm fucking girls and I'm just spending money and I'm in like in like this guy's journey. Right. Whereas this one, I'm joining this guy and he's already fucking apex predator and he's awesome. And so as I'm like clumsily trying to figure out how to do it and then like guys on horseback ride up and I don't want to ride my horse, but they uh, to fight these guys. I have to ride my horse. It's like, <laughs> is there a possibility that maybe if you like, like you get another hour into the game, they shed some light on the past and all of a sudden it sort of makes that feel better or you hope so you yeah. know what i mean no. that's the thing I, you hope so i i'm not I mean, done like, with it but I, it, i'm like you though like i don't i i feel putting an hour or so into a game yeah. at that point if they haven't gotten me yep and that's my problem right is like especially this week where it's like right. i had that and right. wolfenstein's downloading and i need to play life is strange and like there's all these and mario's coming yeah it was that thing of like wow this is not the opening impression salvo i need to get me hooked on this game I'm not saying it's bad. I do expect to get back to it and tinker with it eventually. Sure. But it re- it went. It's like down now into the pile of like, well, there's a million other things I need to play that I really want to play, and that's not a fair judgment of it. But it's where I am with so much choice. Right. You know what I mean? Right. We're jumping into it. The, on the other side of the spectrum, 
Joey just yelped. I assume there's a spider or Kevin Tusher. Um, <laughs> on the other side of the spectrum is Wolfenstein, where Wolfenstein from the beginning, fucking it's awesome. awesome. Yeah, this it's game awesome. is awesome, and I am fucking horrible at it. No. I am a horrible. Wolfenstein's pretty difficult, and that's like, the th- it can be relatively difficult. And it was like that. It was that thing playing it this time around. You know, I talked about it before with Wolfenstein. You know, I want the original or not the original, but you know, the new order. The new order, yeah. Uh, I had started it and fell off somewhere in the middle, and I couldn't remember why, but I remember enjoying it, and I should get back to it, and I never had time to get back to it leading up to this. So you start this game, gives you a great recap. You know, hey, here's everything that's happening, and it picks up right where I left off in Wolfenstein, the new order. I'm like, okay, cool. And I love the characters. The game's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Sounds so good. It's a great story. These people are giving out great performances. And yeah, and I'm playing. I'm like, oh, right. This is why I stopped playing the new order, because I'm just fucking bad at this game. And Because I, I don't play shooters all that often. Oh, and, okay. And yeah. like, I play Destiny, but that's not the same thing. No, it's not. So. And, it's the, and it is that thing of like since the new order i've played other shooters and had fun with them and beaten them or done whatever and so it is just the thing of like wow i'm just not good at wolfenstein because it's hard and it is this I mean, like again it's not that easy yeah it can be if you put it on the easiest difficulty or whatever right then it doesn't maybe it doesn't feel exactly like wolfenstein should exactly and that but was the what thing is it though like what is it about it that makes it difficult because I mean, for me you, I, you beat titanfall yeah, and yeah, yeah. Titanfall I, too. Well, I mean like it's you know they it's you know sticking to old fps tropes right of mm-hmm. like all right no regen health you got to find armor you got to find health you got to do this you actually have to do that stuff rather than get it but for me i think personally is just the fact that i have no rhythm with it if that makes sense, where I, I play things and I'm like, I'm in there, I'm getting blown away. I'm like, all right, I'm being two balls of the wall. I'm running in there being a psychopath. Oh, yeah. Then I play it super cautiously and I'm still getting killed. And I'm just like, where, what do you, should I be dual wield? Like I'm trying all these different things that come up to speed to where it should be. And I'm not. And I just keep lowering the difficulty because I want to play this game and I want to enjoy it. But when I get to these parts where I'm just running my head into the wall over and over again, it's like, fuck. And it, but it's like, yeah. I will continue to do that. The game is that good. I enjoy what it is. My hope is that I'm going to turn a corner and find the difficulty that works for me now and then be like, all right, this is too easy. Crank it up a notch. All right, this is, you know what I mean? Like, in an attempt to explain that, uh, because I think when you brought it up, I was like, I started thinking about it more. Bethesda, uh, with the new order and with other first person shooters like Doom and things like that, they attempt to get you to think outside the box uh, with their shooters. And a lot of shooters don't. If if there's a trope, like like you said, you're just kind of following a linear path. They actually try and get you to think outside the box and also they want you to die because when you get the better weapons and then you start just ruining fools, yeah. it feels really good. It's yeah, really, yeah, yeah. really satisfying. That's, I think, the, I feel like that's what they're going for with Wolfenstein. Sure. Because the first, I played through all of New Order yeah. and I loved it. Uh, and it was it was the same for me where like the first couple of times I get through the stage, I was like, this is too hard. Why is it so hard? Am I bad at this? Maybe the bat, maybe the game is designed poorly, blah, blah, blah. Something would click yeah. and I'd be like, oh, 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 they want me to do this. They want me to do this. And I'd figure it out. Yeah. And then towards the end of the stage, they'd give you some badass weapon. Well, and you're just like, yes, that's, I got this. You know? That's the thing about it. Because I want to be, I think I already have been incredibly clear. The game's phenomenal. Yeah. Like I, I literally love it, even though I'm bad at it. It is the thing of, I think I might just have the wrong perspective on it, like you're saying. Because it is very clearly, it, like there was this one part where I was going right. I have a gun that can melt the walls or melt certain like things that have yellow on it and you to get that gun like you have to kill this big baddie who's got it so it was like first off figure out how to take him down alright I got him he had two of those guns I get the first gun I fight off the first wave of guys then the things out and and it was like there's like a clear moment where it like the wave shifts yep. and Jen was the one to say like, all right, when that happens, drop that. I'm like, I know hold on I'm doing it I'm doing it, I'm doing it <laughs> I'm mom learning, I'm, learning. I'm doing it yeah. and I ran over and did it so I think it's like 
what you're saying and what they've talked about in their interviews, right? Is like they don't look at their games. They don't call their they don't call Wolfenstein Machine Games doesn't think of Wolfenstein as a shooter. They talk no. about they you know for them it is this uh, action adventurer. I think yeah. is what they called it, and because yeah. it's more than shooting, it's more than that. And so I think I'm I'm very much coming in like it's Call of Duty. These guys run over there, and I do that, and I shoot this, no, and I have to do that. When all. in reality, I have to figure out what the right weapon combination is. Yeah, which is fine. It's just frustrating when I'm like I'm gonna sit down and make some progress in Wolfenstein, and it's me fucking going at it. And the, right. where the fuck is this guy who's broad Casting the location, I'm trying to catch him, but yeah. reinforcements are coming, and it's like, well, it's uh, a lot of uh, all my. I can't take credit for this. Uh, my compatriots at Funhouse, I think it's either Lawrence or Adam, constantly talk about how basically everyone's like, oh, I want Half Life Three, I want Half Life Three because Half Life Two is so good and Half Life yeah, is yeah. so good. Those are more of action adventure shooters. They're not just a Call of Duty shooter. And we, like, like I said, Adam and Lawrence have been saying this for years. Uh, Wolfenstein is Half Life Three. That's what. That, mm. That's what. That's the game you wanted. Yeah. They're making it right now, and if you're not playing those single-player campaigns, uh, then you're, you're absolutely missing out because yeah. those games are amazing. They're fantastic, uh, story-wise, mechanics-wise, everything. I mean, like that's what if Half-Life Three had been, you know, released. That's what we would get. It would just be in Source. Yeah. Uh, and I, th- I think that I think Bethesda Machine Games are doing really good work on those games. And they're doing so. something special. They're doing something different. I mean, like you, we, you've talked to me about video games for years, of course, and you've listened to me talk about video games for years. I can't think of another game that is literally making me eat my own shit. And I'm like, all right, fine, more. Yeah, okay. Like I'm like, they keep pushing me down, and I keep getting up. Like GI Jane, yeah. a hit movie starring Demi Moore. You know what I mean? Like I'm all about it, and I want to get back to it. and I want to play more of it. And I want to get better at it. Yeah. And it's that thing where it's like, I hope that I turn this corner with it, where I'm like, all right, cool, and then quit, and then start again. Like yeah. oh, let's just play through it the right way at the right difficulty, so I can pop the fucking trophies I want. And stuff good like lord. That. <laughs> yeah. So it's so it's, it's awesome. Like I, I mean, the performances are really good. The story is really interesting. It's that cranked up not comedy but over the top like it is we're fighting nazis but they're characters too and yeah. we're characters and like like what i wanted out of it when i was talking about watching the trailers like it is this hodgepodge of hodgepodge of personalities and all these different things and there's these interesting narratives woven into it and it's like yeah fuck yeah i want to yeah. play more and the reviews game. have been fantastic yeah like yeah my thing is i really hope this game sells well because if it is as good as everyone's saying it is and like with the whole controversy of single player the games going away and all, it's like well here you go this yeah is, like, this is put up or shut up yeah exactly exactly kevin you, uh, we already talked about Assassin's Creed, but what are you? What are your thoughts? How, how long have you played, and what are you thinking? Uh, so I've played about like three hours, and not my favorite Assassin's Creed so far. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which is your favorite? Uh, probably the second one. Assassin's Creed Two. That was a good yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the one that was in Venice, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. Great game. What was so? What do you like about this one? It just doesn't feel like an Assassin's Creed. Like um, the fighting has been changed, so now it like works with uh, shoulder buttons. Yeah, but also the like the setup of it, uh, the way like you level up your character. Well, you you make changes, you upgrade his stuff, and then like uh, that upgrades the stats. There's and, RPG elements. Yeah, numbers. There's, there's RPG. It reminds me a lot of um, Division. Division. Yeah, hmm. I was I was talking to you earlier about this, and it just it doesn't feel like it's an Assassin's Creed game, and it feels like. There's so many items and so many stuff, and I don't know. I, I don't like it anywhere near as much. I'm going to keep trying a little bit because, yeah. you know, I, I'm a big Assassin's Creed fan. I've, I've played all of them except for Unity and Black Flag. Oh, Black Flag's so good. Black Flag was great. No, I, I played Black ships. Flag. That's Syndicate. The, the, you didn't Syndicate. play yeah, Syndicate. Yeah, Syndicate, no? Okay. Yeah, 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 Syndicate. And what's the one that came out around the same time? Didn't they release? Uh, the one that was like the Xbox One version launch thing? What well, started with uh-huh. the U, right? Unity, Unity. Unity. Uh, Assassin's Creed Unity, yeah. Anywho, I really like them. The way this, the story of this one started, super confusing. 
it was yeah. so confusing that I actually was like, ah, this doesn't feel right. I'm going to restart <laughs> and make sure I didn't miss, like I, wow, I didn't really? accidentally cut through a, a cutscene. I'm telling you, it it's feels like so... when a ride just jerks. like you, it's, Or like... It's fucking, you warped into something. Yeah. We're just like, what? The, okay, who is this? What's happening? I always thought Assassin's Creed was convoluted. I always yeah, No, it's story. always no, been yeah, convoluted, no, the but they made me care true. about these characters, yeah. I felt like, at least from the bat. Or and at least gave me one, a reason to. Yeah. Like, I don't even, like, it starts with something about to happen, then it cuts to a year later, and then it's like three weeks after that, and it's like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess. And um, so, yeah, I'm not super invested in the story. And now that I'm a couple hours in, I found out like what exactly happened, and it's just still like, man, what a complicated, convoluted way to throw you into this story. That just what about the world though? Is Egypt cool? Yeah, Egypt's pretty cool. Yeah. It's, it, the, no, the cool. world is pretty cool. <laughs> the world's no, cool. The world like, is it, really it, cool. It's a yeah. pretty game. There's a ton. Like I was saying, there's just. Do you see the pyramids or the Sphinx? I haven't I'm got that. I'm still in the small there. town. Or yeah, whatever, I'm still in the small town too. Yeah, yeah. I'm like on the mission that is going to take you out of it right now. Oh. But uh, I also I like I I if there's a side mission, man, I have to do it. So I just cleared out that whole little area. And it's it's cool, but again, the controls just don't feel right. Hmm. And the the gameplay is it should be a better game. They had an extra year. Well, that's the question too. Is like so, well, they, is, so if it's different enough, like everyone wanted something different from Assassin's Creed. Is, I didn't. I want to make that clear. Okay, so that's that's the thing. It's like you just wanted more Assassin's yeah. Creed, even though you haven't played the last two Assassin's Creeds. Well, it, it was the last one, but it came out in, like there's two. I don't know, dude. Audience what? member Andy Cortez is showing up. Hey guys, uh, what's up? Big member of the community. Uh, so um, it seems like the general consensus is that a lot of people like Assassin's Creed. I've put in about maybe 30 minutes-ish, and I think it's gorgeous, and I love the main character, right? Um, and I feel like I didn't really feel that with a lot of the other Assassin's Creed games. I didn't put a whole lot of time into the other ones, but I never I never thought, like, oh, this guy's badass. And people are probably going to check me on that because everybody loves Ezio and shit. But, uh, we do. Shout out to you, Ezio. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's, he's not real great. You know that. Right? <laughs> he might be. Um, but I put in about 15 minutes. I put in, or about you know 30-ish minutes to uh, Saturn's Creed. And then I put in like 15 minutes into Wolfenstein 2. Uh, they're both my games of the year now. Just I'm, I'm after, making a blanket statement right now. Minutes. Yeah, uh, fifteen huh? minutes for yeah. They both are co uh, co stars. Co, co game of the year. No jokes aside though. Uh, Barrett was saying that like Assassin's Creed is up there for his game of the year. Yeah, oh, he, and, and Barrett hates everything, which is crazy. Yeah. So it's very very hard to please Barrett, and he loves this game. So and he that's my thing about it is like through. it's it's being super well received, and I think honestly. I read a, a little bit of Alana's review, right? And like, in, I think it's even her strapline talks about how it's like it isn't a different, it is a different Assassin's Creed. It's like an RPG or action yeah. RPG or something like that. And it's like maybe again, I need to come in with a different lens on. Maybe I just need, and I maybe I just need to sit down and be like, I'm gonna play two hours of this game and see if it clicks more. But sure, who knows? You think you're just missing the power of the Xbox One X? I might be. That might be the yeah, big problem. Of it. Is that what got delivered? You think over there? Oh, I don't know. It should be here. Kevin, is that the Xbox One X over there? It should be. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah, Let's unbox bet. that bitch. Yeah, Come let's on. Let's fucking unbox right. that motherfucker. Uh, pull off the label, will you? <laughs> we actually have one in our <laughs> office, I think, waiting for us right, right That now. is exciting. Yeah, no, yeah, it's Xbox One X day here. They're excited. all shipping them out, doing that and stuff. Very excited. Are you? You're, in, you're into I this? I am actually very excited. Like, I don't... Thanks, big guy. I very rarely play console at home. Yeah. Uh, but the One X, I, I don't know what it is, but Xbox always gets me excited about their consoles. They, they always do for some reason. Even that. Kev, I need you. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, sorry. I got, I got no fingernails and I, I got no keys on me. I just got a. I, this is the Xbox One X. 
A brown box. Brown box. Here we go. We're going to get in there. Do with you want me to locally oh, record this? Huh? Do you want me to locally record this? That would have been some no. MacGyver shit. Don't worry about That's it. why I was like, hmm, this might work. You don't want to locally record this, right, Tim? Nah, nah, nah. nah. It's on Gamescast, so they can mm. see it. There we go. Cut away from yourself. Always cut away. Right ah, towards you. That's, that's oh, that's. Oh, Kevin, give me the overhead. Microchips. Give me Skycam here, Kev. Look. Kev, give me Skycam. There it is. Push, push this out of there. No, you got to play on PlayStation, remember? Do this. What do we got here? We got a whole booklet about it. Wow. Tell me about Mixer right away. Good. That's what I was worried about. <laughs> Even the, the box that the. Box oh, yeah. If you're listening, cool. it's, oh, a, it's a cardboard box, and then inside there. It's got all the Xbox uh, accoutrements and uh, things there. Sky King. Oh, you Pretty got box. a good job, Kev. You had it the first time. Sorry. And here, you can read from the pamphlet, the official okay. Xbox One X pamphlet. Oh, it's a nice pamphlet. Oh. There's texture. Look at that. I don't, oh, I'm not sure if that comes Come. with every One X. Yeah, they gave yeah, you. Yeah, you don't think. Holy you, shit! Here, that's for you. Oh man, they, I already bought this. They gave oh. us the 4K stuff. Hey, if you haven't seen Planet Earth 2 in 4K on a beautiful 65 inch OLED TV, you're fucking up, man. You're fucking up. Man, yeah, this is so. If you're a listener at home, and even if you're not, so it, we also are getting Xbox One Live Gold, Xbox Live Game Pass. These are all like trials. Netflix, so you can try the 4K, Spotify, EA Access is all in there. Then I think these are all games, right? Yeah. So yeah, we have now we have insane codes for every fucking Assassin's game Creed. ever. Assassin's Creed Origins, Call of Duty World War Two. Code on there. Oh, so this is this is probably what yeah. a consumer would get. Yeah, yeah. we're getting to the consumer yeah, part. Yeah. We're showing you the press part first. So Call of Duty. Destiny 2, Disneyland Adventures, <gasps> FIFA 18, Forza Motorsport 7, Gears of War 4, Halo 3, Halo 5, push it Halo Wars Knock 2, Killer Instinct, Madden, Shadow of War, Minecraft, Rush, a Disney Pixar adventure, <laughs> Quantum Break, chronically underplayed game, Record Definitive Edition, ooh, Battlefront 2. Super Lucky's Tale, and then Zoo Tycoon. The one we've all been waiting for. So there you go. Codes you to go. give away to try out this one and then see what the Xbox One is all about here. You're into this next thing here. More stuff. So There's this is no what you're getting. Stuff. I think that you may actually get that if you're consumed. Yeah, getting started. You got your, well, they're going to give you t the trials for all this stuff, right? Yeah. So you got your Xbox Glow, Gold. You got that. There's still accessories in there, right? Unboxings are weird. <laughs> I know it's tiny. It's that's really cool. Yeah, it's it. I, love I forget how, it, how much. Well, the, it was the first one was so fucking big. Right. They're always so big, man. Well, that's the thing with the S, right? Was I forget, this is a little bit bigger than the S, I think, right? I think it's smaller than the S. This is smaller, smaller than the wow. S, really, because it looks so much like the Gears of War one I have. Yeah, on that, is, that is smaller. Xbox, yeah. Thank you, Andy. X and then <laughs> Do this, Kev. You want to yeah. go to Skycam? Show yeah. the console itself. Still wish it came with the Elite controller, but I get it. <laughs> it makes there sense. But I get Xbox it. One X there. Yeah. She's a heavy one. She's a bulky girl. But with all that 4K gaming mm -hmm. technology. Yeah. Oh, she is heavy. You're right about that. There's all the ports here. Show them the ports. You want to get that shot there? Show them the ports. Andy, I don't know how to put this knife away. I'm going to kill yeah, myself. They got the HDMI uh, in and out. Still doing it. What oh, yeah, you got to. It's too late. Still going. No connect port. No on this connect guy, right? port. Yeah, that well, was they actually, I think they officially killed it yesterday. Yeah, they did. No, no, they yeah. officially. But they're still oh, quote unquote going to support it. This thing is dense. Yeah, it's a. I miss the texture. The 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 whole texture on half of it. <laughs> you know, like mm. the holes right here on the side. <laughs> yeah. You being serious or you not being serious? I am. Okay. He's being. Yeah, yeah. How because, often did you touch your Xbox? <laughs> oh no, not for a feel, for a look, because it kind of oh, adds like a two tone okay. sort of look to it. You know, on the S. 
This one's yeah, sexy. Yeah, it's super sexy. That is sexy. All right, well, that's the Xbox One X. Uh, you can feel the 4K visuals pouring out of it. I, I actually get a fucking no joke. Watch Planet Earth. That is the thing that will sell you on like oh. HDR, 4K, oh, 4K all that stuff. Like when you have a nice TV, like I played it on my Xbox One S. We can. It's just beautiful. So beautiful. He said we can. We can. He, he agreed with you. Shut the fuck up. Kevin Rollybot's beeping. It's not even plugged in. <laughs> <laughs> the Xbox One X doesn't require power. Uh, good lord. Kevin, um, can you turn on the fan? Yeah, we, we're going to need some backup. Yeah. Rollybot is not up to the cast. I can't feel today. anything. Sorry, Rollybot. We tried for you. Oh my god, I'm sweating so hard. It's bad. <laughs> we're all dying in here. Um, so. Gray, you also played Hidden Agenda. Oh, I, I did, right. I, yeah, I'm sorry. I also played Hidden Agenda and Life is Strange episode two. Yes. Uh, Hidden Agenda, there's a Let's Play up on YouTube.com slash games of us playing it. If you're unfamiliar, this is Supermassive's first game of the year. They're the guys who did Until Dawn. They have two more ones coming after this one. This is the PlayLink game where you download to your phone uh, or tablet or whatever the Hidden Agenda app, and then you play via that being your controller right. or whatever. The idea being that, like Until Dawn, there's a, a horror story kind of playing out, and then the game part of it is you playing with other people, choosing, like voting on where you're going to go. Then the deal is that every... like. It's broken up into segments, if you will. Like, there's, like, you know, this scene or whatever. And in every scene, someone at the table will have a hidden agenda card that they are trying to either, you know, like, don't let this person go to the house with this person, um, influence the decision-making this way. Basically, that when you get to the end, you're trying to make... Somebody at the table is trying to make you make one of these choices. Um, we played it with me, Kevin, Andy, uh, Joey. We all had a great time. It was really fun. It's, it is a game that... It's interesting. I, I, you know, in the Let's Play, I talk about how it's, to me it's like, you know, it's kind of like Secret Hitler or something. It's like a board yeah. game put onto the TV, right. right? Which is cool. I wonder how much variance there really is when, on a second playthrough of it, but I haven't done that yet, right? And it turns out we we, we were playing. We're like, are we gonna play this one sitting? I don't know, maybe. And I was like, well, how long is it? And like, we couldn't figure it out. And it turns out it's like what? Or six hours, Joey? Didn't you say six to seven hours? That's a so lot it's like, for that did, you, game. did you play the whole thing? No, oh, no, yeah. no, no. We did like what an hour or whatever of it, hour and a half of so, it. Yeah, yeah. I have a lot of questions. Lay them on me. That's interesting to me that it's that long because it seems like it's kind of trying to cater to that Jackbox. That's what, yeah. yeah. That's why I was party thinking. pack style. The biggest problem I have with the game, the game, the idea is great. The game is great. Where they fucked up, I feel, is that they didn't make it episodes. They should have put out this game, called it Hidden Agenda, and mm. called it Season 1, don't call it Season 1, but then have it be, who wants to play an episode of Hidden Agenda? Right. And we get 45 minutes that ends on a cliffhanger that makes me want to play the next one, but also chooses a winner or whatever. Like, I've played that part of the game. Because this is the issue with it of, yeah, this is a great idea. This is a great step, what, 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 taking what worked with Until Dawn so well, that like how you and Nick were playing during Extra Life and stuff and put it into a different thing and make it where we all just playing having this great time together. But the problem is that there's never a clear end point for us, right? And you can stop and save and quit and come back, but it's that same thing of like, cool, I had all my friends over, we played an hour and a half of it, and then the next day, different friends are here, yeah. or you know, a week later, you know, so Joey they, couldn't come, but we don't want to, it's like, oh. They can't one. pick up from where we, they left off. We can, but like. But, but nobody we, will know what's going on. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And that's, uh, it, it would have been, I think, a way better idea to be like, we're doing this in episodes. Every episode, if you're making a choice, as quickly as 45 minutes yeah no and that's definitely. the way we'll break it up and have you go if they would have done that i think this would have done even better well because that's what i think the beauty of the the playlink stuff and jackbox is is it you can be in a 
at a party or just a group gathering yep. of like people that aren't necessarily gamers yeah. and be like, hey, like we can have this experience. And it's at a point that it's not like, oh, it's stupid mobile games. It's like these are cool yeah. things yeah. that people can uh, be a part of and feel like they're good at it or getting something out of it. Like they don't need a, a prior knowledge of video games, right? 100%. And this sounds like you kind of do. Like this sounds like you need the, that, the, the time investment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Part of it. The only hookup, the only troublesome is, yeah, that it's, it's going to take a while to play a full game, which sucks. Yeah. Because the story's interesting. I do want to, and that was the thing of like, when we finished it, it was that thing of like, all right, maybe we'll come back to it or whatever. And so many people in the comments of the video have been like, no, you got to come back. And even me, I'm like, I really want to know what the fuck happens in this story and where it's going. And it, so it's like, I'm encouraged to play again, but. But then you have to play a game with Andy. Yeah. He's the worst. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you guys, uh, somebody playing Gundams? Uh, Whataburger? Uh, <laughs> fucking nailed it. Fucking dude. nailed it. You know what I mean? But no, it's great. I'm a little bummed about it though because I, one of the problems I had, and this is a, a very me thing, but a problem I had with Until Dawn is I loved everything about it, loved the game. My first thought was, holy crap, I have so many friends that aren't really into video games that I'm like, you need to play this. And it's too much of a, a thing to be like, play this game that's. Eight hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever it is. And it is that thing of like, there's audiences that it'll work really well with, right? It will be of like, hey, everybody, I'm coming home for Thanksgiving and me and my parents do need something to knock around with at night or whatever. Or, hey, we have board game night every week at my friend's house, so we're going to play this for three weeks. You know what I mean? Like, it'll... It will work, but I feel like it could have just been done way better. So that, that's the other thing, too. I guess, to their credit, we already do have now a lot of games that are just the kind of 45-minute yeah. play a game. So it is cool that they're they're starting as something that is a bit more Dungeons & Dragons-esque. It sounds like they're trying to make a Telltale game, but for a lot of people. Yeah. And all in one sitting. Yeah. Because um, like, but even with Telltales, I wasn't crazy about them because they never felt like video games. It just felt like I was watching a movie. It was like, press A or X. And I'd be like, A. And that, that, that to me, didn't feel like a video game. But... You could play that with a bunch of people that didn't know how to play a video game. Yeah. And then it felt like you were sort of, it's a choose your own adventure mm-hmm. movie. Uh, and, and it's disappointing that Hidden Agenda can't do that with the interaction of all the phones. Because I feel like you could get a bunch of friends together and do it for, like we said, two, three hours, choose your own adventure and have a, have a really good time. But yeah. it sounds like it's more of a time investment than that. Yeah, that's the only, that's the one downside. Because it, it totally is that, you know, it's, it, I, when we started into it, I was like, oh, it's like this, it's like that. I didn't understand, Tim, how much like faking it is. Where it is, all right, cool. Like everybody gets the card, but only one of the cards is that real hidden agenda, and you look at it and swipe it away. And then it is like immediately somebody. Every time we were playing, Andy was like, "It's Joey or it's Kevin," and then and then you're like, "Oh yeah, totally." And then like you're making choices, and you're like, "Wait, why are you siding with me suddenly?" Because it's got it. Some of the votes have to be uh, the majority, or have to be all sure. everybody. Sure. So it's like you have to get people to your sides. So you're like bartering and negotiating yeah. to get people to come vote yeah. over here. I mean, like, it sounds great. It is. Yeah. It is great. It really is. It's an awesome game. It's a really cool experience. I recommend people try it and play it. I just worry, or not even worry. I just don't think most people are going to see the end. Yeah. I think you're going to play it for a while and have a great time, but eventually some friend is going to be like, fuck, we've been playing for two hours. I'm not a gamer. I want to go do something. Can we do this? Blah, blah, blah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. let's go to the movie we're going to go see. Right. But there's ways to chip away at it. I just think it would have been way smarter to be like, break it up by episodes. And then if you start episode two and you've never played before, it's like previously on hidden agenda. Yep. And it's like reading the choices from my save, knowing what I'm doing. And yep. then we get and we start off and you know what's going on. Andy, am I misrepresenting hidden agenda in any way? What are you saying? Everything I just said. But but I did read the first comment on the thread, which is kind of the problem that I had with it, where um, you want to you want the story to keep going. You want to find out what the hell is happening, but you also want to 
like you were trying like I knew you were the faker at one point or yeah. the faker right the guy who's trying to to keep the, the agenda the going yeah Greg had the hidden agenda I knew that but I didn't want him to go through with it but what he had to do in order to go through with it had was the only way to progress the story it felt like so it's like you're kind of battling do I want to fuck Greg over or do I just want the story to keep going and so there's like a competitive aspect that's I don't love. Now, for the record, we were playing competitive. There is just a story mode oh, where we could have just voted and okay, done whatever. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So you could play through it and not be where we were, where it's like we're trying to Does go that away. just mean there is no hidden agendas then? I, we didn't play it. I don't Got know. It. I haven't had an experience with that. I've just played competitive mm -hmm. mode. But there is a video on the PlayStation blog called The Difference Between Them. We had a conversation about this, I think, on games daily about how many players can actually play it and i was like i don't know kevin can you watch that video and kevin's like i can't we got the answer we had but no one's watched the video still to explain yeah. the difference between story <laughs> right and competitive. There. All you do is click yeah i know we, again <laughs> once it was one video i should have watched multiple times already but and then up. life is strange before the storm episode, episode two. two yeah i forget what the subtitle on it but it's episode two it continues to be fucking great man that game like did you play life is strange do you care about life is strange um so i always get these two mixed up i think so i watched somebody play through okay. most of it okay um it's the one. Is it the one where you're walking around the house trying to discover what happened? No, it's gone home. Ah, then I know. I never played. It. Okay, okay. No, no. Uh, it's like I said with episode one. Like I just feel like this game has no business being this good. It's total. It's still the same thing of like I was never aching for Chloe and Rachel Amber's story when I played Life is Strange number one. But here I am getting it in like episode one. And you're like, oh fuck, it's it's cool, and they're doing so many interesting things about it because in in Life is. That's the crazy. I mean, that means that means somebody's car is like now a cube. That really? means it, that we need like Jaws of Life crazy ass. I've never even heard that. No one. That's that. the second time I've heard yeah, it while like we've done recently, this show. Recently, like yeah. about a month ago, there was like maybe like three weeks ago during the fires and stuff, we just hear a normal siren go, another normal siren, then like a weird high pitched one, then another weird high pitched, and then that thing. It's like what the fuck is going on? Um, you know, the original Life is Strange. You played as Max, and you had the power to rewind time, and so there's like this video game element to it, really, outside of just common sure. conversations and branching storylines. And then with this one, there's no powers. Chloe does not have powers. Nobody has powers in this game. No spoilers. And uh, so episode one, they it was really great. They did these cool things, and then they they had dream sequences you were in, like and having these really. Uh, touching moments I felt with your father who's passed away that you know this isn't a spoiler um, and then but there was this one part where you play a game of D&D &D and like the, the dungeon masters talking and they just keep using different camera angles on your little miniature on the table yeah. and it was so fucking cool and it was like wow what a great moment I'm like are they going to be able to keep doing cool shit like that yeah. and in episode two they do they do really cool shit like that where all of a sudden it is like there's touching moments in it there and I don't want to spoil anything obviously but like there's the cute things I didn't see happening there's you know this one thing where this guy's getting in a fight and he's asked you to protect his brother and it's like do I go out of the room or do I stay in the room and what do you do and then it was like you know I, I made my choice and then there were like multiple multiple callbacks throughout it and I did something shitty on top of that where I had done something shitty this thing happened and now everyone's calling me a hero and I really was feeling the guilt of like <laughs> fuck but I'm a shit I'm a dirt gotcha. bag like you know what I mean like I'm a dirt bag they're eventually gonna discover that I'm an asshole and then again you get to the end the main uh, the second to last like big set piece and it happens it, can I, I don't know should I say or not I'm gonna say it okay I'm just gonna say it. like Rachel Amber's in this play right the Tempest one of the people can't make it because of the fires that you guys cause <laughs> and <laughs> Uh, you have to go on stage and do it, right? And I'm like, all right, cool. So it's whatever. And they give you the costume. And then 
you you know you change and you come out and there's the script and you click on the script and it has your lines highlighted and I started paging through and I'm like wait do I have to actually memorize these lines is that what they're fucking doing to me right now and sure enough you go on stage and it pops up with like multiple versions of like what's the real line and I was like that's kind of this cool. is so I fucking think James cool James Williams is trying to call in about life is strange James are you trying we, we are live streaming right here. You want to say hi oh to Tim? Oh my God, it, it's, there's video. Hi. Hi, Tim. Hi, James. Hey, Greg. Hey, guys, I need your help real quick. Um, so since Bruce is gone, Lawrence decided to do a real game for Real Gamers episode. Yeah. And he picked he picked this game called Neo Feud. Really cool. And real, real Elise and I haven't <laughs> done any commentary on it for the last 15 minutes or so. It's just been Lawrence playing silently. This is what it looks like. You could, you could do. Oh, I gotta throw, I gotta throw the olive oil on my cyber arm. It's a, uh, it's in the future. So you gotta grease it up. This with is the, it. It's a robot arm. He's putting virgin let's turn it towards oil the camera. on his robot arm. Or we could just bring it all around here. You want to sky cam it? Hold on, we're sky caming your gameplay. Hold on, turn this way. We don't have funhouse technology. It'll take a second. Content within content. Yeah, I remember Toonstruck. Yes. This makes Toonstruck look like Destiny 2. Can anyone figure out what's happening on screen? Do you do you need do you need Greg or Tim's help or Andy or Kevin or anybody? I need your I need you to tell Lawrence to stop. Okay, so on three, we're all gonna say Lawrence stop. Okay. okay? okay. Alright. Look what he's doing. He's literally unscrewing every screw. Okay, I ready? have to pop up One, the actuator two, like, three. Lawrence, stop! James, did he stop or not? Uh, no, but you guys hurt his feelings. So. I just got olive oil in my a cyber actuator arm. I'm sorry, guys. I, I apologize for the interruption. <laughs> it happens. James, <laughs> we're gonna, we, we're gonna go back to a podcast. We're sorry. There's Benson, by the way, if you want to see. Is. You want to see Benson? What's what? What did what did Benson rub his nose off on? Oh, that he has lupus. Uh, yeah, he has a disease. He has a disease. <laughs> All right, bye guys. Bye. <laughs> I, really I apologize. Laugh. I did not know they were going to do that. I don't care. Okay. We had fun. This is what we do here. It's party. Um, you got there and you deliver your lines or whatever. Yeah. And then, which I thought was like a super cool. Like the game does so well at. Hey, you're a angsty teenager, right? And now you're like, all right, whatever. But then I'm in these situations, like, and then from there you go to like Rachel Amber's house and you have to interact with their parents, and, like set the table, and like they don't like Her you. Name's and it's Rachel like, Amber. It's it's one of those like Tim Gettys. Somebody names. can't have two Her name's names. Rachel. Tim Getty's name. Yeah. Like, uh, you you know how, you know these people in your life who you say their full name when oh, you yeah, talk Tim about Getty. that. Oh, so her last name is Amber. Yeah. One of those yeah, guys. Yeah. Yeah, I, one of them. I, I actually do. I, I say Tim Gettys. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I feel like I've made it. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of dope. I say Tim. Yeah, Gettys. yeah. No, you're definitely yeah. a two name guy. But you walk around and you, you do that. You, you wrestle with these, you know, choices, and they do weigh on me. Of like, and like the disappointment in uh, my mother Joyce all the time. I'm like, yeah, this is a real fucking thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's just another great episode of. I was playing. And I was like, all right, where are they going to go with this, right? And then I was, and I wasn't like out of it, but I was like waiting for something, and then it all just goes, and like again, it ends. With another like, fuck! I can't wait for the next episode. Like they nailed this. They're like, yeah, what? Are, what is the next thing going to be, and how are we going to get there? And I'm getting sad already, and I don't want to play Life is Strange again now because now I know who Rachel is. See, is that better for you? It is. And it so is. like, I'll you know I want to. Well, I'm sitting no Rachel Amber, just like, you know, not to be that guy, but I'm going to be. She's going to be a porn star eventually. I, I thought it was. A, oh, I thought it was a hyphenated first name, Rachel Dash Amber. I mean, either way. Yeah, either way, it's definitely a porn star name. She's dead, and everyone knows that. 
I didn't know that. Yeah. Spoiler so alert. Porn stars can die. Spoiler alert. So how does it compare to other? It's like other like games like this, like Telltale games, like Game of Thrones and Walking Dead. Yeah, sure. Um, for me personally, the way I always think about it is that <laughs> what's what's going on? I feel the game oh. uh, resonates emotionally better than Telltale games for the most part do. Okay. I think doing me wrong. I think Walking Dead season one great and like hit sure. me in the feels and did yeah. all this, but like it's rare. Like when I'm playing a Telltale game, I feel like I'm very. It's very much a game. Even in Batman, right? Where I'm like, I want Gordon to be my friend. And I fucked it up. And I was like, oh, fuck. Gordon's not my friend anymore. I won't ever keep going. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. oh, well, that's not the way I thought it was going to go. It's fun and it's in, but it's like I get in and I get out. And like, t- with the exception of Walking Dead season one, which really did hit me in the feels and keep me thinking about it forever. This is more, it sounds like, with personal relationships. Exactly. Like personal All, relationships and that's the thing of like. Versus Batman and Gordon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And like, that's the thing is like, this is. So on paper, like, you know, what a fucking stupid game. Like, you're just playing as an angsty girl. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm, I'm fighting zombies. I'm doing... No, you're just living your life. Okay, but I have rewind powers? No. I mean, there's this, like, system yeah. where no. you yell at people, and if you get them mad, like, they, well, they'll fuck up. I'm like, oh, oh, all right. And, like, I just walk... And, like, but, like, my dad's dead. Oh, and, like, mom's got a boyfriend. Oh, yeah, okay. Like, all right. You know what I mean? It's like a young <laughs> adult novel. real life. But yeah. it does... They do such a great job, as Life is Strange 1 did, even though that was a little bit more fantastical. They do such a great jo- job of giving you themes to relate to and emotions to relate to and totally bringing me back to, hey, yeah, this is what it was like to be in high school. And, like, again, I, I feel like enough time passed. You might have been waiting for it. But, like, in episode one of Before the Storm, right? Like, there's this super powerful scene and I won't spoil spoil it or whatever but like this super powerful scene that is like I've never had a parent die you Mm -hmm. know what I mean but to go through as Chloe and be like she's fucking raging because of something that's happened and then get to this like stark reminder of your father who passed away and like it like and like you know what I mean like Jen cried multiple times playing this game without like it was Jen watched me play it one morning then I went to work and she played it again on her own and like she was like touched by it too because they do just such such a great job of giving you relatable honest moments in a video game and I feel like that's the thing where Telltale is great and I love Telltale games but they show their seams more it's a video game here's this technical jerk this thing and the other and like don't get me wrong Life is Strange is of course not you know, like the, you know it, it has a style to it that like you know, that way it's not Uncanny Valley but you're also like okay well that isn't how a body moves sometimes or this oh, that yeah, and the yeah. other but like that's video that's games, video games yeah. but it's like you I suspend all that disbelief and I'm all in and I fucking love the characters and love the story it sounds just like when uh, Archie's dad was shot on CW's Riverdale a lot of people like this Riverdale show um, and uh, and I cried okay. uh, I cried uh, did you really three four no okay no I didn't oh you all. can't cry about CW shows uh, no you can cry about anything you want okay thank you I thank just you. didn't like I zombie uh, I didn't, Rahul. I every time, every time the credits roll, I cry and I zombie. Isn't that right, Rahul? <laughs> uh, by the way, he's at the beginning of the show and in the credits, not the, not the end. Just I've never watched I zombie. So I don't know. <laughs> and that's why fucking he likes fun, fun house. house fuck. <laughs> Wait a minute. Not you. That was Rahul. Oh, I was yelling oh, okay, at. Right. You're fine. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have you played anything, Bruce? Um, I mean, like I've been playing Overwatch, PUBG, and Fortnite nice. Battle Royale. Yeah. Oh, Fortnite. Yeah. So Fortnite Battle Royale. It's funny because I I've been playing PUBG. Pretty consistently, you know, at least 50, 60, 70 hours of it. And uh, I did not think that Fortnite Battle Royale was going to be good. Uh, I'd played Fortnite even before Battle Royale. Nobody had. And and I'm serious. Like, and I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, like, whatever. And when I heard that they were copying PUBG, I was like, there's no way that this could be nearly as fun as PUBG. Yeah. It turns out it's more fun. And it's even, there's even, there's less, there's less tension. Uh, and there's also less waiting. Yeah. So PUBG is, uh, this sounds ridiculous, but it feels more real. 
Whereas Fortnite just kind of feels cartoonish. I think it's because of the style. It helps a lot. It's um, get in, get out and play. I've been playing it too, right? And it's just like, it, yeah. It really is a good Oh, you died? Out. Hit circle, go back to lobby, and come back in if you yeah. want to. Well, and the map is smaller. Uh, the game moves faster. The pickups are easier. Guns um, everywhere. Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, it, it is. I th- I've had more fun with it because it feels like there's less pressure. Mm, which is mm. which is weird because PUBG there's there's pressure there's an investment right there's pressure yeah. on you to survive and Fortnite not so much so um, so yeah that, that's what I've been playing in my in my re- those are they're PC games though so I know you guys no are- I play Fortnite on console it's fine we can be we're brothers in this yeah, one right, it's okay all right, we're no trophies so it's a lot it's a lot like the nightmare you live every day right yeah. where I play well, it I don't and need like, trophies uh, to validate myself. Uh, I just need to know that I'm going to play against the best of the best on PC. Mm. Yeah, well, yeah, of course you're going to play against the best of the best on PC. No, the best of the best of the best of the best. Of video games. Of video games. I see. You're saying they're all on PC. PC. I I understand, but a lot of them probably aren't playing because they're doing their taxes at the same time. Using the calculator widget. We're on Excel. Yeah, uh, doing <laughs> exactly. Doing this right. What's the monthly budget look like? <laughs> Fucking dorks. <laughs> it is time for this week in gaming history. Now, Greg, we got an interesting big week for you. Fucking day. Uh, well, yeah, it is a big fucking day. Yeah, that's that's t- towards the bottom. That is the bottom what? of this list because it's it's backwards in time how I do it. I know what you're talking about. You start with the biggest. We're, we're I know you. I, don't know, I know you're talking about. I don't know what he's talking 17 about. 17 years, son. That's what I'm so talking every, about. Every week, Bruce, we go back and we talk about all the, the biggest game releases or just whatever I want to talk about, really, okay. that, that happened this week in okay. gaming history. Right, gotcha. There's a very unique thing about this week in gaming history. For some reason, between October, the, the week of October, like uh, I guess it's 22nd through 26th, whole or 27th, whole bunch of Tony Hawk games and Grand Theft Auto games. Guess those are popular populations. Let's start well, for, off uh, for Christmas, I would imagine. Yeah, start off yeah, something yeah. different here. Four years ago, October twenty fifth, twenty thirteen, Batman: Arkham Origins came out. Who yeah? yeah right, Fuck right. you, haters, for not playing it and liking it more. Yeah, if you yeah. didn't know it was WB Montreal, you would have loved the game, yeah, but you right. didn't. Your monsters, Deathstroke battle, be- no, best boss battle in the Batman Arkham series. Fight me on it. You you were a fan of Arkham Origins? I I barely played it, just like everybody else. I did play Arkham Asylum, uh, yeah. but Arkham Origins, everybody was kind of like, no, it wasn't very good. It's not as good. But then the Combat more that I heard people tight. talk about it, the more like, oh no, this game was actually really good. Yeah, we, we kind of fucked up. Yeah, so. exactly. Enjoy your tank in our night. Five years ago, on October twenty third, two thousand twelve, Hotline Miami first came Ooh. out on PC. That was like a long time ago. How many? Five years. Five ago? Five years ago. Yeah. Wow. We're old. Yeah. And then eight years ago, on October 27, 2008, everything changed when League of Legends came out on PC. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, so yeah. What, what, what year was that? 2008. Eight. I played League of Legends, again, long before everybody else did because my roommate was We playing. get it. You're cool. No, I was, it, was, gaming. it was on PC. Um, and uh, it was one of those things where, like, I played it and hated it. I, there, I, the matches would last, like, an hour and a half. Uh, League of Legends hadn't perfected the, the formula yet. And I remember winning uh, a match. It was like I played three or four, lost a bunch, hated it. I remember winning a match that was an hour and a half long, and I hated I hated the way I felt. So I was like, I'm never playing League <laughs> of Legends again. Yeah, yeah. So I stopped playing it, and then it like exploded, and then it, it turned to this you know obviously a worldwide phenomenon. So they have must you have ever went back. The, I have never gone back. Mm. No, I you're a man of your word. I, I am a man of my word, but I should, maybe I should go back. Going back. I don't know. And here you go, Greg. Nine years ago, on October 27, 2008, Little Big Planet. Came out on PS3. What's you like Little Big Planet? Yeah, I love Little Big Planet. Sackboy. Sackboy, who cares? Who the fuck cares? Doesn't matter. Man, Little Big Planet. No, that was a jam. Platinumed it. No big deal. Just saying. Just tossing that out there. Nobody cares. No, who cares? I don't need to. Change the game. Play, create, share. It was a big deal. 
Phil Harrison's Gaming 2.0. That's we get it. You're a PlayStation fanboy, Greg. We know you love Sony. So now from here on going forward, it's all just GTA and Tony Hawk. So let's go. Twelve years ago, on October 24th, 2005, GTA Liberty City Stories came out on PSP. A game changer. Yeah. Because that going back to earlier in this episode, we're talking about console quality experiences on the go. Yeah. That was like a real attempt at that. Right. And it was pretty damn solid. Oh yeah, it was. It was solid. Yeah. It wasn't great. It wasn't great. Yeah. yeah. It was what we. It was something. You guys are saying it wasn't great. Then that means you know. Shut up, PC fucking (laughs) door. If I have to hear you talk about Windows 95 one more time, all right? It's the best, guys. It sought me up. 13 years ago, on October 26, 2004, GTA San Andreas came out on Vegas 2. That was a great one. So that was the one for me. Everyone says it went too far. But but going into it, though, I was like, all right, obviously GTA 3 I loved. Vice City. Kabona. But then it's like, all right, Miami, 80s, that sounds fucking cool. I'm in. But you're going to tell me you're giving me California, you're giving me San Francisco, L.A., and Vegas, not technically California, but whatever, and it's set in the 90s? I'm like, this is the most Tim Gettys fucking With thing With Samuel ever. L. Jackson? I'm all about it. And then I got it, and it just, it, yeah, it felt too much. Uh, having to do all the, the working out and eating right, and uh, it was even just yeah, little things. Like they, I, I like driving with the D-pad. And then they took that from me. They stripped it from me because there's too many buttons to do different things. So I'm the analog. Yeah, what do you mean driving from the D-pad? Nobody does that anymore. I know, but I do. I still do. It's terrible. Tim, you're you're the terrible. Only it's terrible. The only one, Tim. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm That's saying. why you're not good at Mario Kart. It's true. <laughs> it's true. San Andreas, though, it's just like I, that was the only one that I, of that generation that I never beat the whole thing. Wow, really? Yeah. Was that Man, the whole San Andreas? No. Yeah, it was. It yeah, was. That was. Yeah, CJ up to no good. Man, no. San Andreas was great and doesn't. I think gets shit on too much. Because don't get me wrong, three revolutionary, blew everybody's doors off. Vice City, of course, mm-hmm. 80s, amazing, neon, uh, Ray Liotta. And then, yeah, everybody's always like, oh, you had to work out, you had to do this. You didn't have to work out. You had to eat, sure, or uh, to heal, right, or whatever, but it wasn't that bad. And it was fun, it was cool, same with Jackson, you got planes, you had a jetpack. Come on, it's true, it's true. Stop being a hate ass hater. My dude. 14 years ago, on October 27, 2003, Tony Hawk's Underground came out on PS2. As the one that added the whole story mode. You're fucking that boy, Eric Thug. Sparrow, being a little bitch ass motherfucker out there. <laughs> what do you say? He said you're fucking, you're fucking boys. Yeah, I hate you. <laughs> um, yeah, Thug, Thug was like the beginning of the end for for well, the I Tony mean, Hawk's franchise. Well, sure, but that's how it usually works. When you get to the best, you can only go down. And Thug and Thug Two were right up there. And the, then, the then best. Oh, yeah, I mean, the thing is, they're not bad. Like they're they're actually good. I would say, but that was the first time that they added gimmicks that uh, didn't fit or complement the gameplay. Getting off the board sucked. Wasn't fun to control, didn't add to combos uh, in a productive way. It stopped your momentum entirely. It's not what Tony Hawk's about. Not what uh, he's about, mo- goddammit. Story mode was fun, though. I, I, I will give it that. 15 <laughs> years ago, on October 27, 2002, GTA Vice City came out on PS2. Obviously, fucking classic. Man. What year? I'm Come sorry. On. Uh, that was 2002. Two, Thank yeah. you. Just making sure. Yes, yes. Uh, no, and then sure. 15 years ago on October 23rd, 2002, Tony X Pro Skater 4 came out on PS2. My favorite Tony X Pro Skater because it's the best. Uh, 16 years ago on October 28th, 2001, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 came out on Weird. PS2. Why That's what I'm telling you, man. They're good. They're, I mean, they're all it, it, about well, I'm sure Call of Duty's all probably line up around yeah, the same like November the same time exactly. frame. Right, yeah. uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3, the first next gen at the time Tony Hawk game, introduced the revert. Fan fucking tastic. Uh, 16 years ago on October 22nd, 2001, GTA 3 came there out. Is. There it is. That's the one. Too. Yeah. Starting it all. Yeah, that was... Couldn't again. believe it. Couldn't believe it. Too, a milestone. Too good. A yeah. Milestone yeah. Chatterbox. Are you kidding me? Hell I was, yeah. I, I won't bore everyone with the same stories, but that was the thing. Getting that EGM with the first screens of that, 
could not believe my eyes that that was going to be a thing. And then getting it in college, I would leave the door open and just play and people would come in and just sit there and just watch and listen. And like there were so many times where I'd pull over to go do a mission or whatever. And somebody like, no, 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 don't get out of the car yet. I don't want to finish this story because Laszlo yeah, was saying oh, yeah, something yeah, or yeah. doing something. It was so good. So question about GTA. If I remember correctly, the GTA three trilogy, you can get six stars. Correct. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't. I, and then five now is, you can only, now you can only five. get five. Five is the max in GTA. Is that right, Kev? I believe that is correct. I wonder why they changed that. Six is just too many. But it just seems we, it seems weird because like that's such a defining thing about Grand Theft Auto is getting the stars, especially like if you're not doing the story mode, you're just with friends yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. up. Fucking like, around, yeah, one yeah. of the game modes how was long how, can, how yep. long can I survive having maximum stars? So when they change the amount, I always thought that was weird. But hey, that's just me. And here is what you were talking about, Greg. 17 years ago, October 26th, 2000, the PlayStation 2 came out. You got damn right it did. What a day. What a day. What a the day. best DVD player of all young, time. Young Greg Miller. You're right, yeah. Smuggler's yeah. Run. Sorry, you were somewhere polishing a hard drive, dork. All right, I was <laughs> over there. Polishing a hard drive. <laughs> At that point, I still, I think, in Nintendo 64. Yeah. I never, I never bought a PlayStation 2. Wow. Would you watch your DVDs? You're one of the few people in the world. Um, yeah, I know, right? Uh, I insane. never bought a PlayStation 2. I don't know why. I don't know why. I mm. totally missed that boat. No, I didn't buy a, P a PS3 either. But I, I think I stuck with Nintendo, and then I think I had the, the original Xbox is what is what I yeah. I skipped PS2 somehow. Yeah, I don't know why. I know, really, it's kind of sad, isn't it? Yeah, I missed out on my childhood. That beautiful blue blue box. You know what? Oh I, you know what God. I did instead? What? I built a PC. I'm sure you did. I built a PC, and I entered the world of real online the worst gaming. The worst part about you tell me the network adapter wasn't real on that SoCom <laughs> on PlayStation Two. The I worst part about that. PC gaming is that we almost had it done. It was almost snuffed out. Remember this? Like 2007, 2008. Right Everybody's like, it's over. And I was like, never. Yeah, yeah. And you fuckers <laughs> and your Steam. And it's you back fucking. In it, <laughs> now it's always going to be here. Yeah, I guess that Steam was the thing that kind of like, yeah. like, nah, it's never going to I have away. a, I have an awesome photo on my phone from IGN in the old, old days of Mike Thompson. He, I forget what we were joking around about, but he went over to Charles Onyet's desk and he'd put a giant box over the PC, the PC there and wrote, rest in peace, PC gaming. And he, it was whatever, 19 to 2007 or eight, whatever yeah. it was. And it was like, ha, it's so funny. Cause there was like, uh, somebody had put out like, maybe like the examiner or somebody, there was some like zine going around, like one of those like insert zines that was like PC gaming's dead or whatever. And it was like, everybody's like, oh my God. And, and Charles like, it's not dope. It'll be it's fun. not dead. It's not funny, it's guys. Fun, guys. Now it's better than ever. I know. Fucking goddamn so it. Minecraft. Better than ever. Carbon. So now I it's time Minecraft. for some audience questions. You can go to kindoffunny.com slash gamescast, just like all these beautiful people did to ask Bruce some beautiful questions. King Franchise 88 says, guys, which game that drops tomorrow do you think you'll play the most? Assassin's Creed, Mario Odyssey, or Wolfenstein? Mario Odyssey. I feel like that's an easy answer, right? Mario Odyssey. Wolfenstein. Yeah? That's yeah? going to be, uh, that'll be the first one I go to, I think. Uh, Wolfenstein. I've already played like an hour, hour and a half of it, just at different events. Yeah, and I need it. I need, it, need right it in now. life. I need it right now. See, I'm gonna so. binge so hard on Mario, but then it's just gonna be that game of like, oh, I'm on the plane. Let's get some moons. Yeah. How many of these moons do I have? What I have to do? Like uh, shrines for me. I loved when I was playing Zelda, getting the shrines. But after I beat Zelda, I was like, I don't feel the need to run around and do this. Whereas with Mario Endgame and all that other jazz, I'm gonna feel like I really want to play more of that. Makes sense. Obviously, for me, it's Mario. Although I do really want to play Wolfenstein, it kind of sold me. I was you're worried. Gonna, you're gonna really love it. I was worried really about it, it from a review standpoint and from like a actual critical reception to it. Where I was like, New Order is, are blood. people gonna think it's like a a seven five eight? Because if so, meh. but like New, New Order and Old Blood were great video games, and this True. Uh, it's only better. All right. Yeah. The Hulk James says, "Why do you think Gorilla chose to do only one DLC for Horizon? Maybe less is more." Yeah. 
I, I mean, I, I feel like uh, it works to their advantage. It's what we've talked about, too. I think you were on this game daily where we were talking about game of the year and should DLC be included for it if it's in the same calendar year. And this is a great way to be like, it's a really great marketing move. It's a really great thing of like, like I said, I beat uh, Horizon in February. Literally a couple months later, I was like, man, I can go for more Horizon. And then they were like, hey, we're doing DLC in November. I was like, great. And now it's November. So it's like, hey, it's on the tip of your tongue for voting for nerds like us or whatever for caring about game of the year. It just reminds you of these games you played in the first half of the year that you forget about. Like Resident Evil was this year, which yeah. sounds yeah, crazy. Sorry, Resident Evil is great. And I love it. Video, but I just yeah. don't think of that as a 2017 game anymore. Right. Uh, then it is also like, hey, there's it's in the news. People are talking about it again. So now kids are asking for it for Christmas. Hey, it's selling more again. Hey, we're all around it. Like it's a good move. And yeah, I think it's enough to be like, hey, here's this next hopefully great expansion. And we'll see you for Horizon 2 in two, four, two or three years, right? Like, let's go off and do that. Mm. IMO, if somebody else has something to say. No. Charlie says, what's next for first content from Funhouse? Esports is over. Would Bruce or the Funhouse team ever do a full-on Let's Play? So, what do you mean by full-on Let's Play? Because the, uh, interestingly, we, the, the first content, uh, we did a thing, I don't know if you guys watched it at all, it's called Esports Ejects, and no. it was, what we did was we basically tried to play as a team and get better together in Overwatch, uh, competitive uh, mode. And so we were actually playing the game seriously. Um, and for some reason, people enjoyed it. I, we like each each one was pretty extended. Let's plays about an hour long of us not yelling at each other, but like getting pretty competitive. Yeah. Uh, in Overwatch, and I think we're gonna do another season of it because oh, we, awesome. we really enjoyed it and we love playing Overwatch. We play over, Overwatch all the time in our spare time, anyways. So I think that will be more first content. Uh, there are other things kind of coming up here and there that we can't really talk about yet for, yeah. for first content. Um, but. We're cool stuff. We're in the works. We're in the works. Uh, they're probably like six months away. Yeah. But in the meantime, Twits and Crits is our Dungeons and Dragons series on first. And then, oh, thank you. And then uh, we're also going to be doing more esports ejects. So that's what's coming up. For I love you guys' little esports jackets it, or whatever the fuck they're oh, called. Oh, the esports Uniforms. jerseys. The, the jerseys. jerseys. Yeah. yeah. Those, uh, yeah, we like those too. We like those too. <laughs> they're, they're fun. They make us look like total nerds. I love so. it. It's great. Yeah. Uh, Michael Gulliver says, Hi, Bruce, big fan. How do you find so much to do in games like GTA 5? Mm. Do you get gaming fatigue? And if so, how do you overcome it? So, two separate questions. Do you, do you guys play GTA 5 at all? So, we just recently committed. <laughs> oh, good. That we're like, we're going to fucking make this shit. I made work my character. With Let's Plays and, and, yeah. and Party Mode. I made my character. I ran around. I was like, oh, man, this is a lot different than I remember. It's totally different. Yeah. Um, the, uh, I think you and I were talking about this last night. Mm. Uh, with GTA Co op, the. They give, I think there's new DLC, which is just like new planes or new bikes or whatever else. Like it's almost every week now at this point. Um, and you have to you have to buy them. So it's like you're spending a ton of money on, on DLC. But the fun part is if you don't spend the money, you can either go online, watch people play it. Or when you're in game, you'll see people fly by with it uh, and use those different vehicles and stuff. And that's really cool. That's, that's actually really cool in the GTA co-op world to be online with another 32 players or whatever else. For Funhouse, the way we're, we're keeping it fresh is we're making new sets of ensemble characters so we just all of us became the watchmen like with terrible watchmen costumes and then we each you know like played a character which is garbage um but we then we end up doing the missions that gta 5 lays out for you in online there's a motorcycle club that you can do there's like you can run a business uh there's a smuggling that you do like a smuggler's run which is like smuggling drugs and things like that there's so much to do yeah it, it's unbelievable how much there's to do in gta uh i i feel like if i was actually playing that game in my spare time, I'd probably never stop. You can play two, three hours a night. 
Wow. Um, it's great. It's really, really fun. You guys are really going to enjoy it. So, yeah, I mean, we you know played the game single player when it first came out and then online. Which is great. Kind of whatever. But now it just seems it's daunting to me to look at because there's cutting stunts and like this and that. I'm like, I don't understand what the fuck any of this is. There, it is kind of daunting. There's a lot to do. Um, the way I've looked at it is if you want to go in and join in on the world events, which are everywhere, you'll see like little, you know, like blue circles where you just kind of run into it and be like, I'll do this contest now or whatever else. Um, I think it's more fun to get your friends together. So like you two or you, or, you know, like obviously you bring in Andy or somebody else and say, we all need to play right now together online for an hour or two. You'll have a lot more fun that way. Yeah. Um, have, have do, do it with your friends rather than kind of join in. All, Cause if you're by yourself, it's going to be a Well, we, we're talking about doing it like as a party mode. Absolutely. Thing where it's yeah. like all, all of us together. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. So. Very excited. Yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah. And then, yeah. The, do you get gaming fatigue? Uh, not really, no. We play so many different games at this point. It's like, I always feel bad because I'm not very good at the games. Um, so I'm always like, I wish I were better at it. But I don't get fatigued when it comes to video games. I, I love video games. I love them. So I, I just enjoy the fact that I get to play them for work. Yeah. yeah so. And then following up on GTA, Rob Michael says, Does Bruce believe that Red Dead 2 will have such a grand and crazy multiplayer like GTA 5? And are you looking forward to it? Uh, so I th- want it to real bad. Boy, do I want it to be GTA in the Wild West. Because uh, GTA Online feels like you put on a... If you put on a VR headset and you were in GTA Online, it is like like movies or books have promised you where it's, you can do a bunch of things and like you can, you know, like kill... Play tennis, rob a car. You can kill anybody. Cop, you can do yeah. anything. Um, it, is, it is the world at your fingertips. I hope it's the Wild West. I really do. I don't know if they're going to do that. You don't think so? They. I think they are. Yeah. I think they are. Um, but apart from getting into it too much, uh, I don't know if it's going to be as grand as GTA Online. Maybe in like three or four years, like it was with. Oh, GTA. Of course, of course, yeah. So, you have to build on it, yeah. But I hope so because the yeah. Wild West is so fucking cool. You so. have to imagine they're going to. Like, they've God, learned they so to, much. They're making so much they, money. Why wouldn't they do service. this? They got to yeah. do it. Right. Games they got to service. So. M. Raman says, "My question is for Bruce: How does it feel to grow up and succeed together with your friends?" And how strong is your friendship with everyone? Oh, well, I mean, like, I've known James for 10 years. Uh, I've known Adam for seven. I've known Elise for seven. Um, I mean, like, it's crazy. I mean, you guys know. You guys do it every day. You, you hang out with your friends, and uh, and you've made a business out of it. Yeah. And also, you have a lot of fun. I, it, it blows my mind. It blows my mind every single day. That's uh, one of those things that I'm eternally grateful for. Yeah, and then there's uh, Lawrence. And then there's Lawrence. No, no, no. No, uh, no I like, I have a personal stake in, in each one of my guys because we all, you know, we all kind of came together and like, I was, I went for Lawrence. I went for James. I went for Elise. Like, those were people I wanted to bring on. Yeah. Because I knew we'd have a great time. So I, I can't say enough good. I can't say enough good about it. There you go. Yeah. Cal Forbes Dow says, what's the game that has the best rule 34 to have to do with it? You guys, you, I mean, quite have you ever looked I at know, Rule I know. What have you ever looked at it, though? No. You never looked at Rule 34? No. Have you? Oh, yeah. I figured Tim had. I'm yeah, of course fuck. he has. You haven't? I mean, I, what do you mean? Have I, lo- I, I know what Rule 34 is. What? Do me a favor. Go, go to Google. I'm going to do it right now. Good. Go to Google. Type in Rule 34 Samus Aran. So that's your answer. I would say that's the first one that pops into my head. Samus. There you go. Every time. Rule, th- rule 34 Samus Aran. Doing it. All right. And don't show. I'll click at the top thing. Go, yeah. don't, thing. Don't show your wife that you looked at this. Well, that's too late. I, I didn't do it in. Inc- I didn't do it in incognito browser. It's now in your history. Click that. Click yeah. here for an adult, and you're okay with that. I'm yeah, an you adult. are. You are definitely an adult. It's true. What is this shit? Whoa. Just some literotica. You just got a, you just got a fucking pop up. Cancel. Uh-oh. It's from Apple. It says. 
Chrome no, Breach it's Info. It's oh, I sh- oh, it's a trap. Oh, <laughs> run away from Wait, the trap. Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna... What Call happened? Apple support. Security breach detected. You are accused of viewing... This sounds pretty real. Don't, You're do, accused... it. Don't do it, Greg. <laughs> it sounds pretty real. Don't do you it. You are accused of viewing slash storage of dissemination of banned pornography, child pornography, zoophilia, rape, <laughs> hardcore sex. I mean, they know what I have here. They know what I got going on. The rule 34. Uh, Marius Peterson says, can Bruce yell yes, inside gaming style? D- did you ever watch inside gaming? Not enough to know what this so is. I, I, used to, to. Uh, we, I used to scream yes, but that was on a Friday. And today's a Thursday. Well, this is going live. Friday, is it going live though. Friday? You, for, yeah, yeah. Yes! That's what I used to do. <laughs> it's live now. I like it. I like that's, it. That's what I used to do. Um, and then... Steo Dunn says, I'm loving this trend recently of Bruce showing up in a bunch of the Let's Play family's content. Oh, yeah. Can't wait for this. I was on Couch Up fully naked. Fully naked? Fully naked, yeah. Except they, they blurred out my cock and balls. Were you actually fully naked on set? 100% fully naked. No way. Damn. I was. So there's, there's video footage of your cock and balls out yeah. there. Yeah, there is. That's ballsy. <laughs> Tim's face. Uh, well, I can't get out of the Chrome breach. Sorry, bud. Kevin, fix my phone. Enjoy that rule 34. Kevin, fix it. Come here and do it on camera, Kevin. Zorkeef says, this is the last question. What's the best part about collaborating with Kind of Funny, Sugar Pine, and the Rooster Teeth family? Uh, The best part is they are all, we all have the same, I feel like we all have the same sensibilities, the same sense of humor. Uh, We're all just generally, I I love these guys. I love Kind of Funny. I love Couch Up There. We're all just good people, and I don't get to see them enough. It's true. And I wish that I was able to hang out with you. Outside of work as well. Yeah. So it doesn't uh, matter. Come down to LA, please. We freaking should. Come down to LA, spend the night in my loft. I like that. Uh, and then we'll go out karaoke and then the next Hell day yes. we'll shoot some stuff. I'm all please about do it. that. Please do it, because I don't I don't get to see you guys enough. I can't believe you fucking hacked my phone with this rule thirty four. You just Googled shit. Rule thirty four. I can't get out of it now. It's an endless cycle. Oh. You close Chrome, you reopen it, it's still there. <laughs> does not sound I'll fix it. You want me to fix, I'll fix it. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Kind of Funny Games cast. Bruce, thank you so much for joining us. This has been fantastic. We will see you guys next week. What did you do? Nothing. I did what you told me to do. What did you do? God damn it, Greg. Why are you going on websites you shouldn't be on? He said to do it what, on the, the show. Now they think you're a pervert. Oh, here. Suppressed dialogues. <laughs>